Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Guys, you're going to love, I think, (laughs) I'm biased, this episode today. I talked to you about the day I fired my boss and how to plan your exit strategy. One of the things that I am acutely aware of is this whole burnout and fatigue that happen, especially with women who are trying to be all things. There's actually a term I've I've come to, to learn and appreciate, which is the term patriarchy stress disorder. And I take a deep dive today on how you can plan your exit strategy. But even more so, I want to create some awareness on the pressures that we put on our bodies as females and especially moms, that if you're not aware of this prior to layering on another thing, meaning a new business, you are going to put yourself into adrenal fatigue. And so Today's episode is really about creating some awareness of where you are right now and all the things you're managing and what can you pause and think about delegating off before really diving in to grow and scale another business to preserve your energy so that you continue to be a happy, healthy, thriving human versus a burnout who was trying to build a dream to get out of their nine to five and ultimately crashed, right? So take a listen. I hope you love it. I also refer to a couple of the podcasts. If you want resources or more details, you can go back and listen to the previous episodes. Today, I am bringing to you the day I fired my boss and how to plan your exit strategy, because I've done it, okay? I'm gonna enlighten you guys on a couple of things. You probably, when I first start, may not seem relevant. You're gonna wonder where I'm going with this. But I want you to learn. I want you to learn from my own mistakes and learn from my success of trial and error, right? So the day I fired my boss was the most freeing moment in my life, guys. I want to cast a vision a vision to you that I told my boss, my job didn't serve me anymore. I was in a scenario where I was just done, done. And I was making just as much money in my network marketing business as I was in my corporate job. But I was doing my network marketing business in the pockets of my time, okay? My boss was flabbergasted. I'll never forget him looking at me and saying through Zoom, you must be independently wealthy in order to just walk away from such a high power, high income career. He thought I'd lost my mind, okay? What was funny was little did he know that I had built an income producing asset that had set me free financially to give me choice. And that's really what I want to get into in just a little bit with this podcast today is how 
how can you strategically, while working full-time or managing kids at home full-time, how can you strategically build a business alongside your day gig, whether it's a career or managing children? Managing children is a huge business too, okay? But before I do that, I want to take a step back and share with you some information, insight, and statistics that I was not aware of when I went through this process to really rid myself of my corporate career, although I exercised a lot of the core concepts of it unknowingly by reading the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. So if you guys are looking to maximize your time and operate your business, I highly recommend reading the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, to really help you find pockets of time to grow and scale your dream. Here's the deal. According to Dr. Valerie, you guys, I am so passionate about her research. She has coined the term patriarchy stress disorder, okay? According to her, I want you guys to hear these statistics. The number of women CEOs in Fortune 500s have dropped from 32 to 24 in 2017 with only one woman of color out of 500 Fortune 500s. Why is that? Okay. I've actually been doing a lot of research on this and own self reflection on why I left corporate. Why could I not handle it? Quote unquote, right? So here's the plausible considerations that she puts out. Exhausting daily impact of microaggressions in the workforce, which as a female on a leadership team of 12, me being one of only two women and only one with small children, I can attest to those microaggressions that I experience on a daily basis. Number two, strain of operating in company cultures designed by men for men. Now, this is not to say that I'm like a man hater. I love my husband. I love men. But what I'm saying is that the workforce, especially corporate, is predominantly designed by men for men and how they operate, not women. Okay, so it's no surprise that women sometimes have a hard time thriving in that space. Number three, an uphill battle for women to work harder and faster than ever to prove that they are worthy. How many of you have been there with small children in a career, your kids are sick, and you're so self-conscious of what others are thinking or saying about you because you have to take another day off because of a sick child, right? The stress That uphill battle of then trying to overcompensate and redirect that perception is it's really, really difficult, right? And I'm speaking from experience, okay? So those are some of the plausible considerations. Now, let me bring you into another concept. It's really important that you guys hear all of this, especially the women who are watching, okay? Because before I dive into how you grow and scale a business alongside your day job, I need you to understand how hard you're working right now and how you're going to kill yourself and go into adrenal fatigue trying to grow and scale a six-figure network marketing business alongside whatever it is you're doing if you don't pause and survey and recognize the pressure you're putting yourself in now. I coach private clients consistently. I coach people in my academy and I see this all the time. These network marketers, they're on this like, they're on this trajectory. And as they grow and scale bigger and bigger and bigger, they hit adrenal fatigue and they're burned out and they're exhausted because they're trying to be all things, all things, mom, spouse, network marketing business owner, 
corporate professional. And it's no surprise that people hit a backslide and they can't figure out how to get through that plateau because they're so, they, they're so spread thin. They can't find another inch of energy or brain space or capacity. I'd love to hear in the chat box if anybody's experienced that to do another thing. Okay. So here's the thing. Did you know that women still today spend an average of four hours a day on unpaid work compared to the two and a half hours a day for men? Okay. Why am I bringing this up? Again, not because I'm a man hater. I love my husband. It's the realization of the pressures we're putting on ourselves as moms and spouses that's unrealistic. Okay. We're, we're like, I know me personally, I was up earlier than my husband this morning, packing all the lunches, right? Making sure they're perfectly proportioned with the fruits and the vegetables and all the things, right? Women take ownership. We think about this year and, and their schooling, right? How many of you who are female feel more guilt and more pressure for education for their children than you feel your spouse does, right? It's just an innate maternalistic inherited behavior, right? And at the end of the day, that inherited behavior is creating so much additional work for the progressive female today in the household. So let me look at my notes here. And again, this is regardless of whether you're working full time or you're working at home raising children, right? We put ourselves in this space of pressure for balanced meals and meal planning and all the grocery shopping and all the laundry and the house clean and the school activities and the extracurricular activities and the birthday party planning, right? Is your head spinning yet? Is your head spinning yet? Now, layer on that a full-time career and then layer on that trying to scale a multiple six-figure, six-figure network marketing business. Guys, I want this to hit you square between the eyes because it's reality that unless you're aware of the pressures, your environment and your surroundings, then you're going to get burnt out. Okay. So let me, let me read this to you. So according to Dr. Valerie in her latest book, the patriarchy stress disorder, highly recommend it. We've progressed significantly in the workplace, climbing the ladder, crushing these high power careers while still up operating much like our grandmothers, creating enormous energetic demands on our nervous systems, not designed to adapt or handle it, right? It's since then so many women are stepping down because they're burnt out and they're suffering significant anxiety. And it's because our bio, our literally our physical biology, our physical biology has not caught up with the opportunity for progressive women, right? So it's literally killing successful, accomplished women. I see it all the time. I see it in a number of friends and people that I know close and at a distance who are suffering from major bouts of anxiety. I've seen people get admitted to the ER thinking they were dying of a heart attack and it was actually anxiety. The name of the book is Patriarchy Stress Disorder and it's a genetic it's epigenetics. It's an inheritance of genetics from the stress of centuries and centuries of really oppression of women. If you really want to get into it, that's like a whole other podcast. Okay. So here's the thing. She says, our systems are patterned for our mothers and grandmothers, but the demands are overwhelmingly, undeniably, unignorably higher. Can I get it? Amen. So it's like, okay, Melissa, get to the chase. When are you going to get to how you actually retire from corporate? Okay, here's the thing. Keep this in mind. 
as I walk through how I was able to retire. Okay, just keep this in mind because I'm sharing this with you because you need to be aware of the pressures on your body, your psyche, your energy, right? So let me cast a vision to you. Six years ago, I had two kids in diapers, wasn't even pregnant with my third one yet, male-dominated leadership career, frequent travel, late nights of work after the kids were in bed, and I had no time with my husband or my kids because I was working all the time. I was sick. How many of you are sick a lot? Because you're not getting enough sleep. You're suffering from just the stress and inflammation in your body because of the pressures and the adrenal crisis you're putting yourself into or adrenal fatigue. I was in an unstable career, meaning the industry I was in a network in the big pharma was unstable. You never knew the next day whether your job was still going to exist or not. And I was the, I had a multiple six figure career. I was paying the, like I was the primary breadwinner, right? And then the mom guilt. Okay. So layer on that, the mom guilt. Okay. It's like the traditional, like mom who works herself to death, but then she stays up all night on Pinterest to make the perfect like birthday party gifts and, you know, aura for her four-year-old because she felt so, I'm speaking to myself, inadequate because I was working so much, right? How many of you have that pressure, right? (laughs) It's been years since I've like deleted Pinterest from my apps. I just, I don't even go there anymore, but I was there, right? And I was operating in the masculine and the masculine to survive, right? I was in this go mentality, survive, do or die, right? Okay, that will lead you to adrenal fatigue. And then, (laughs) but that desperation and exhaustion and just like, I can't do this forever is actually what created an open mind to maybe there's a different way to do this, which opened my mind to building a network marketing business, right? But keep in mind, all those things that were going on in my life, and then I plugged in growing another business on top of it. And it's like, Melissa, how did you do that without like collapsing, right? I'm gonna get into that in just a second, but let me just, I wanna share this with you really quick because I'm passionate about it. And for some of my listeners who maybe aren't in the e-commerce social selling business, It's interesting because the predominant top income earners in network marketing are women, okay? They figured out how to leverage their leadership skills and do it from home, making just as much money, if not more. I would venture to say I'm making more than a lot of top executives at Fortune 500s right now with the multiple businesses that I'm operating. But here's the key. I'm doing it on my terms. You guys, I'm not burnt out anymore. I did hot yoga this morning. Then I had, I also did journaling and meditation. And then I had a warm breakfast that I cooked with my kids and I was able to hang out with them. Then I did my spin. Then I hopped in the shower and then wrote this content for you guys. Like we can live in ease. We can live in flow and we can be really successful on our terms, right? It's really kind of cool when you think about these these top leaders in network marketing are making just as much money as these, these, these Fortune 500 leaders, right? But they're doing it completely different and not putting themselves in adrenal fatigue. Okay, so here is the deal. How do you start your business in 2021 and scale it to six figures without going into adrenal fatigue, okay? I'm gonna give you three buckets Oh, let me tell you the top three. Number one is being willing to let go. We're going to talk about some of the things you should be willing to let go in a minute. That's number one. Number two, delegate more. Delegate more, okay? Number three is set deadlines and milestones for retirement. Don't make it a wish. Don't make it a dream. 
Make it a fact in your calendar, and we're going to talk about that, okay? So three things again. Let it go, okay? We're going to let a lot of things. I used to say as I was building my network marketing business, I let a lot of things fall off the table and just did not care, okay? That is how you succeed. You let things fall off the table that don't matter, right? Number two, again, okay, act like a business owner. We're going to talk about what that means. Number three, when is your retirement date? You want to set deadlines? and you wanna go for them, okay? All right, so what I'm asking all of you to do as you're listening to this is I want you to slow down and I want you to assess 2021 and how you're planning to operate so that you can do things differently. Maybe things didn't, maybe they did, maybe they didn't work out the way you wanted them last year. But I'm gonna give you some nuggets of core concepts and ideas on how you can make 2021 different. And I want you to slow down and think about it so you can speed up and take off. I would love for some of you to join me this year and my commitment to have fun, work less, and make more, okay? It's totally possible. But number one, you have to let go of the lie that society is telling you, you have to be all things. And I'm especially speaking to the women because I'm a woman. Men, I know you probably feel a lot of similar pressures, especially this year, but I'm speaking from my own experience as a woman in a male dominated industry trying to grow and scale my network marketing business. Let that shit go. What do I mean? Stop killing yourself for perception of what others think, okay? How many of you would love to have a house cleaner or love to have someone get a meal delivery service, but you feel guilty of what either a spouse would think or a neighbor would think or your parents would think that you were so lazy or that you weren't able to keep it all up? Guys, we aren't supposed to keep it all up anymore. It will drive you into adrenal fatigue, right? Let that shit go. Number one, okay, perfect photos and content on social media. How many of you perseverate over it? You're worried that what you put out might sound silly to someone. Someone might judge you. Let that shit go and be yourself. You will save yourself a lot of time and you will attract the baby. Okay, number two, I'm just giving you guys some ideas, right? Number two, birthday parties and Pinterest. How many of you... Maybe you enjoy it and that's okay. If it's something that you love and you want to spend time on it, definitely. But if you're pursuing the perfect party for your kids, of course, we're in COVID right now. But if you're pursuing the perfect party, ask yourself, is it for perception? Is it truly for my child's joy? Or is it because I want to impress the people who are coming? Guys, let that shit go. You're operating You're trying to scale and operate multiple businesses right now with your day job and your network marketing company, right? You just, you don't have time to appease the perception of others. We have 24 hours in a day. Every hour is so precious. If you guys go back to one of my podcasts a couple of weeks ago, I actually challenge you to calculate your hourly worth, right? And when you realize your hourly worth, you may second guess those hours on Pinterest and crafting things, right? Okay, some of you love that and you should do it because it brings you joy. But again, for those of you who are trying to host the perfect thing, have the perfect party, even have the perfect house for others, 
for others and what they think of you, let that shit go. Let it go. Okay. Dinners, right? Here's another one. How many of you are like, you know, killing yourself, making sure that dinner is perfect? Let me tell you guys a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. I love healthy meals. I love, I love them. I love cooking. I also prioritize my time and how much my hourly time is worth, right? And so I don't cook perfectly well-balanced meals every day, okay? I always have, I believe me, some of you guys might be surprised, I always have a couple pizzas frozen in the freezer for when I'm exhausted and I don't feel like it, I throw it in. The healthy meals we eat, I don't plan them. I, I have a meal delivery service. You guys can use Green Chef or Home Chef or there's a million of them out there. Maybe you have two a week delivered to your house for 80 bucks, right, for a large family. Those are just some things. Lunches, we have we have cheat lunches. The healthy paleo clean eater has a stash. Don't tell anybody, but it's on the podcast, so now everybody's gonna know of lunchables. Yes, processed meat, crappy crackers. We have them as a stash so that on the days that we're busy and we don't feel like it or I don't feel like it, I put them in their lunchbox. Guys, save yourself some time, save yourself. The stress of being all things all the time. Now, I could go on and on about the laundry and the house cleaning. But the bottom line is, if you are operating from a place of these four and a half additional hours that you're not paid for every single day, assess the things you're doing and ask yourself, do they bring me joy? And if they don't bring me joy, and then ask yourself, they don't bring me joy, okay? The number two is, why am I doing it? Am I doing it for perception of others or do I truly need to do this, right? Always assess, am I doing this for perception of others to keep them happy? Because you will live a miserable life if we operate that way, right? Just let that shit go. Let it go, right? Those are my two cents around letting it go. Also, hey, I love fitness. I love taking care of myself. But ask yourself, how much time are you spending on your physique for you for you personally, for your health, because you enjoy it versus because it's a task that you feel like you have to do because you have to look a certain way to appease others. Guys, when I was scaling my network marketing business, I actually cut down on the number of days I went to the gym because I had to reprioritize my time, right? And that may be something you have to consider. Okay, go back, of course, and listen to my time management episode on this because I think it'll be really helpful. And consider setting boundaries with your with your children, with your spouse. I have a three-year-old who knows how to put the plastic Tupperware up out of the dishwasher, right? I haven't put a dish up in quite some time. It's the kid's responsibility. We have three of them. They can put dishes up, right? So it's having those conversations and creating new boundaries. Maybe you need to have a conversation with your spouse. Maybe things have been disproportionately put on you for a number of years because you've just felt it was like your what you needed to do. You know, re, have that conversation. Hey, babe, this year I'm picking up a, a business that's going to go six figures. But in order to operate an additional six-figure business that's going to bring in this income stream that's really going to help us out, I'm going to need your support and kind of reshaking reshaping the roles and responsibilities in the house, right? Get their buy-in for what it's going to look like because of the time that you get back, right? Okay, number two, we talked about act like the business owner you are and reinvest, okay? One of the things you can reinvest in are some of the things we just talked about, okay? 
So if you're growing and scaling a network marketing business, no matter how little or how much you're making, it's more than what you made before you started your business. Most of you lived off of other income before you started this. So there's this misperception. A lot of network marketers get into this and they start spending all the money they make, right? Did you know, did you know the average business takes three years to actually turn a profit? The average business takes three years to turn a profit. But for some reason, network marketers love to just spend, 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 spend the money they're making, okay? Guys, there was no better way for me to retire and take a rocket ship off that doubled my income in one year than to literally return the money I was making into people who could help me set me free with my time and my energy, okay? So ask yourself, what am I doing with the money I'm making right now in my network marketing business? Could I pay someone $15 an hour to do some of the laundry? Can I pay someone $15 an hour to clean the house? Because then I could be doing three-way calls versus cleaning the house, right? So that's a whole other podcast, again, under time management. But so important, what I want to get into today is more about delegating tasks within your business, okay? So I want to talk to you about how do you reinvest money that you're making right now to grow and scale your business more and to free up time for you to have income producing activities, which many times income producing activities are literally you on the phone with the prospect and closing them, right? So I would suggest even if it's just two hours a week when you first get started, what can you hire out within your business? If it's managing some of your social media, maybe you just hire someone for two hours a week to manage your DMs or grow your network or post your scheduled content, right? Maybe they're engaging with your team. I know I had a VA that booked all of our team calls, all of our overviews. Hire someone to run reports for you. Hire someone that on a part-time basis, maybe they're sending gifts out to your team as they're rank advancing. They're inputting orders for your business. They're helping onboard people. I could go on and on and on, but I will tell you, the year I doubled my income and retired from corporate America, I spent a lot of my money reinvesting on people who could literally, this is where grocery store, like meal delivery was big. I would have them grocery shop and prep food for me because that was like two hours out of my life that I could be growing my business. It was going to be an income producing asset for the rest of my life. And at that point I could care less what my neighbors thought about me paying someone to run to the grocery store and cook food because I was the one who was going to be living out my dreams, right? Not for fear of what other people thought, right? Okay, so that's number two. Act like a business owner and reinvest. That also includes your personal development as a leader. Have you hit a lid? Did you do the same thing over and over and over again last year and get the same results and wonder why you didn't progress? You're likely at your lid. I've been there. I hit my lid a year and a half ago, guess what I did? I hired a business coach. Where'd the money come from? My business. I reinvested, right? I've since then more than quadrupled my income. Why? Because I reinvested because I saw the long-term benefit, okay? So guys, stop spending all your network marketing money. Treat it like the business that it is and ask yourself, who can I invest in to reduce the household duties, reduce the administrative duties in my business, and grow myself professionally as a leader in the industry. Okay, 
Last bucket, big bucket, is the actual retirement planning, setting a date, coming up with a plan, right? Get your finances straight. That year that I doubled my income and invested in my business, all debt, credit card debt, car debt. We had college loan debt. Guess what happens? When you treat that money like money you didn't have in the first place, you get rid of debt that reduces your recurring monthly bills. So before I retired, I was actually able to reduce our monthly bills by $2,000 a month. Guys, that's like some people's salary, right? I was able to pay off my college loan debt, pay off credit cards, and pay off car debt. So what happened... What happened was if this was my corporate salary, but I just paid off all that debt, then I didn't necessarily have to hit the actual corporate salary to retire because our monthly debt was no longer what it was previous. I want you guys to think about this as a business owner that's really taking control financially of where you're headed. It reduces stress, right? Number two. Create a three to six month emergency fund before you retire, all of you, because you're all going to retire. I'm so excited for all of you that are going to do this this year. Have it in your vision and begin taking action as if it were so, right? You you are going to be way more comfortable and way more confident about walking away from your nine to five if you have three to six months of your monthly bills set aside because there are ebbs and flows in entrepreneurship. No matter what your business is, there's seasonality of peaks and valleys of income. And you want to be, you want to be smart about that, right? Now, the next thing is, when is your retirement date? Have you looked at the calendar this year? I'd love to hear from those of you that are watching. Do you have a retirement date? Have you put it in your calendar? Have you owned it? Do you have a plan on how you're going to work backwards to hit that goal? I did a goal setting workshop that was a podcast that was dropped a couple of weeks ago as well. I'm not going to get into it right now, but I walk you through step by step on how to set those goals and how to back into them. I actually have a downloadable worksheet on my website, www.livethefreelife.co where you can download the goal setting worksheet right now. See, you want to have a milestone for when you're going to retire. But what you need to know is what rank, what rank, what amount of sales do you need to be hitting during that month to meet or exceed or meet the goal you need to retire from your job? What does that look like? And what does it equate Two. So I know in our company we have titles, but the titles don't necessarily tell you the amount of sales and volume that need to run through your business. Reality, when the rubber meets the road, is when you actually peel back the onion and understand exactly how many sales, how much volume needs to go through your business for you to hit that title. And then you can work backwards and create milestones. Again, I'm not going to get into the details today. It's all in a previous podcast to hold yourself accountable to understand what you truly need to do to hit that mark, to set yourself free, right? Here's the bottom line. I'm begging you with all my soul 
to slow down and assess to speed up. Because what I know that I know that I know is that unless you figure out how to redelegate, reprioritize, and reinvest some of the money that you're making as you're growing and scaling, you will burn out. That's what this podcast is all about, right? Burn out to all out. I'm inspiring as many people who are burnt out to live all out. So I'm really passionate about those of you, especially mamas, who already have large obligations in their careers and at home, and now you're putting another thing on your plate, okay? Growing a six-figure business, okay? Let go of what society is telling you you have to be all things. Let that shit go, guys. Let it go, reprioritize, and act like the business owner that you are. Take some of the money that you're making and invest in some of that shit that you need to let go, whether it's in the household or in your business that you need to delegate out to create space, to create energy, so that you still have time to give love and energy to your family, to your well-being, to your life, and not end up in adrenal crisis and exhausted and burnt out and hit that plateau. And lastly, what is your exit strategy retirement date? Put pen to paper, understand, put pen to calendar, understand from a sales volume standpoint what that means and run for it, run for it. And again, guys, if you haven't listened to my podcast on goal setting, I think it's a really great follow up to this one to really get crystal clear on your goal setting and metrics and milestones this year to grow and scale. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you again on the back end with some new content next week. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.